This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. If you haven't heard about Anchor, let me tell you, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Check this out. It is free. No, I'm serious. It's free, 100%. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor then distributes that podcast for you, and you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can also make money from that podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Happy New Year, Izzy. <laughs> I don't care. Good luck. <laughs> I know, like, I got pushed off. The guest, the guest of honor, I heard somebody squeal in delight, and I was like, that can only mean, that can only mean one person is here. Izzy, how are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you guys? Sorry I lost track of time a little bit. I'm, um, I'm watching that you show, are- Hollywood. Have you guys seen it? Oh shit! Is that Eddie Gutierrez? <laughs> <laughs> We're all about yeah, surprises on Lower After Hours, Nile. What the yeah, fuck? I feel like no, real talk. Like seriously? Yeah, yeah that's totally, easy, man. I totally whipped on oh, you guys. Bullshit. That's right. okay. You're here now. Oh, you see me dancing a little bit ago? That's an easy text me back. <laughs> <laughs> Not, Niles is the first timer on here, Izzy. Yeah. Oh, okay. He just yeah, yeah. His, his I'm on a Zoom with Izzy, bro. That's what's up. <laughs> <laughs> How's it going? Screenshot. Izzy, what are you up to, bro? Are <laughs> you goddamn right? That's a green screenshot. It's probably bro. a better screenshot if you get my shirt in it because it's um. Okay. Okay. It's um. This guy who used to intern at PTI uh, is from Newfoundland in Canada. And it's like a real brewing company over there. And so he sent me a couple of shirts afterward and some um, uh, some uh, coasters. And I'm sorry, could you please, for our listeners, uh, say the full name of this brewery? <laughs> oh, it is the uh, Dildo Brewing Company and Museum. <laughs> And museum, okay. Yeah. Does, so, does the name have anything to do with the uh, the information product? Yeah. yeah. No, no. Okay. I, I, no. Big fans. Of I think it's um, it's the name of the town. It's the name of the town. Is what it is. Is actually. it really? Yeah, okay. I actually think um, he said that. I want to say Jimmy Kimmel might have gone up there and was like, um, <laughs> you know, named like the mayor for a second or something. Just the mayor of Dildo. Mm. 
That's, well, that's we. Used, I, I I live in I live in Miami. Well, more specifically, Coral Gables. But um, I used to live right in the Venetia, right by the Miami Herald. You cross over the the, the Venetian Causeway. They have a Delito Island, and yeah. we used to. My wife and I used to call that. They still call it Actually, Dildo Island. The, um, um, the just, chef from there. That's the guy who opened up Yardbird. Jeff something who worked at the Delito. <laughs> Because I remember right. every time I watched that season of Top Chef, I used to think, why are they flashing dildo on the screen? And then, oh, yeah, it's Delito. <laughs> hey, Mayor of Cartersville, do you know him from your mayor meetings? Uh, no, ne have never had the pleasure of that. But thanks for dragging me into that. I was trying to stay away from that with a 10-inch <laughs> pole. I mean, a 10-foot pole. <laughs> Baby. Mayor's getting a little salty on here. I'm impressed. This is nuts. Oh. So, uh, Izzy, I have a uh, – uh, not to jump into it or anything. I hope you don't mind. I have a, uh, a question for you, which you can completely not answer if you don't want to. I'm going to give you an out. Um, but I was like – I found out that you might be on this call. So I started Googling just like a little bit about your career and stuff. Um, you did a – column back in like 2010 about duke and coach k okay so we got a reaction we have a we got a a, a laugh of recognition there he didn't and hang up here, here's the thing i didn't even find the column i just found the the editor of some local paper apologizing for running the column yeah like really from greensburg <laughs> Right. And I was trying to surmise. I was like, what could Izzy have possibly written about Duke or Coach K that would have drawn this much ire? So I wanted to know if you could enlighten us on it, if you remember it, if like. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I remember it, of course. It was, um, it's funny. So it was just a column where I would say maybe my sense of humor didn't get across the way okay. a lot of people uh, maybe read it, but. And, and so one of the things that I'd mentioned is like, I've talked about his, his demeanor, like his looks as in like, you know, I think I mentioned the words beady eyes as in like, you know, demonic or something like that. Um, <laughs> and, and so people just took it wrong um, because coach K was apparently untouchable, right? You can't, you, uh, I don't know why. And so um, the thing that really bothered me, right. Is I sent it middle of the day. Mm -hmm. It was read you know, two, three times, and nobody at the paper said anything. But right. the second, the very next day when it came out, and I was, like, surprised by some some sort of backlash, um, you know, the editor, my sports editor was like, oh, I probably wouldn't have let that go. I was like, I mean, come on. Like, if, if so you're saying that if your sensibilities don't, if the rest of the newsroom didn't see it, uh, why would you, right? And so right. it actually got to a point where um, – the on, ombudsman wrote a story about it, but he never talked to me about it. Um, okay. And so it was just like, that's shitty reporting right there. Like, how can you be an ombudsman for a newspaper writing a story about an article that was written in your paper that got some negative attention and you don't speak to the reporter of the story? Like, what are you doing? And so um, I basically got hung out to dry because they didn't want to back me up on A, my sense of humor, or B, the fact that, you know, it was read by other editors and, you know, made it. Like, if that column came out today, it, sure. nobody would bat an eye. Nobody okay. would bat an eye. Um, just to, but just so just, everybody knows, 
Izzy, if I could interject, if I could interject for a second, uh, quote, Gutierrez does not actually say he dislikes Duke or former star Christian Leitner for being white, but he raises racial characterizations in a way that are irresponsible and dehumanizing. Like that, they I, honestly, I can't, <laughs> I, I've never read that. I can't wait. Was that, is that the ombudsman story? This is, is that, from, this is from greensboro.com. This right. is the column okay, called, yeah. So yeah, uh, why we published uh, column critical like, of Duke. Never, even in the entire, in the entire um, issue that I had with the, never once did race come up as like, this dude's just making shit up. Like, like I have right, no right, idea what right, that's right. about. It was just the Duke <laughs> army just came after me. Like coach K it's like the Bayhive. They the just Cameron came after crazies. Yeah. And if you, I had to go back and like somebody would, I didn't do it. Somebody would go back and like check my, I am uh, my wiki uh every other week because Duke people would just like infiltrate it and just like write a whole section about that one oh column. My God. It, was, it was like this big of a deal. Like this big of a deal. And like so, in that in that you know, article I guess that's my controversy. That's funny. In that in that article I just quoted from uh apparently one reader was disturbed and another one was horrified. And again, I couldn't figure out what you wrote. So I'm like I could not possibly imagine the from the, what you've known of me over <laughs> however many years you've listened to me like do you right. think i could even write something that would no like, obviously horrified? like get that here absolutely so absolutely not <laughs> which is why i obviously it's it's duke basketball in north carolina so of course we're going to overreact about absolutely everything yeah. um so i want to yeah. say that was like a decade that was like 12 years ago yeah. 2010 i think is is around oh, okay. the time uh, that that article was anyway. I appreciate you answering that. Thank yeah, you. no problem. Shoshesky, uh, have you had any contact with Shoshesky since then? And are you? Is there still some mm. Greensboro hangar? You know, Duke people are typically pretty petty. I don't know if they've let that. Yeah, no. I I've heard back basically that it was a like it never like he never even saw it. like it was right. a non-issue with him. It was just you know people around him. Uh, you know, or not him, just the fans. Just you were at the Herald at the time, correct? Yep. Okay. How how long did you work at the Herald? I was there. So I when I graduated uh, at UF, it was like December of '99, and I started at the Palm Beach Post in January of 2000. And I was there until for just for two years, and then I went from from there. 2002, I got to the Miami Herald, and then I was there. I covered the Heat until from '02 to like '07 for them, and then I jumped over to columns, and then. Right. Yeah, and then ESPN like five years after that. So you graduated from Gainesville uh, in '99, you said? Yeah, yeah, December. Oh, okay. 90. I'm a '97 Gator. Uh, oh yeah, '97. Yep, nice. go Gators. <laughs> go Gators. No more Gator bait though. No balls. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Other <laughs> um, questions for Izzy. Who's the farthest west out here? On here. I'm in New Mexico. Right. And that's it. That's nobody. I'm oh, I'm in you, Frisco, Texas. Okay. We usually we usually got a guy we usually got a guy who who's in San Diego. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Lawyer Jeff. He's not in today. Yeah. Well, I, I I got a question for 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 Izzy if if nobody else has one. So what have you been what have you been uh, cooking lately or baking lately? <laughs> you or what baking is that? Or baking? Yeah. Yeah, you and I have. I, I'm. Uh, I've sent you some uh, carrot cake things. You you've sent me on uh, on on Twitter a couple okay. of times. So I'm just curious. Yeah, yeah that's uh, you got it. That was me. Yeah. So uh, I'm just curious what what you were what you're up to in the in the kitchen. 
I um I made my nephew who is uh I think he turned five. Um I made him a rainbow cake, like a six layer like rainbow cake. And that was probably like the most uh the most adventurous thing I've done like baking wise, just because you know, it's gotta be mm-hmm. pretty perfect. The colors have to be right, you gotta stack it just right, you gotta ice it just right, um at just the right time. And God, what have I made him? Anything really interesting on the savory side. I just make like, you know what? So full disclosure, like I've been on a little bit of a vegan vacation because I've got the plant based for a while, but like at the <laughs> beginning of COVID, it was just really hard to get stuff. And so I've been like toggling and now I'm pretty much like 50, 50, right? So what one, when I am eating animal products, like I like to splurge. And so we, we've been making lately is like homemade club sandwiches. And if you ever make them right, like it makes like this herb mayo and you just got to do it really good. And Ooh. God, those things are great. I'm actually going to make them uh, at my de- at my parents' house tomorrow for Father's Day. All right. So so staying with the club sandwich, then, do you put a, a third slice in between the two slices? Or you do you go- Otherwise, it's just a sandwich. Yeah, that's, that's what, what makes it a club sandwich. sandwich. I, I agree. But some people, some people <laughs> prefer, uh, you know, yeah. not that, that many parties. I just I wish I could share it on here, but I uh, I can't. But I will eventually. Do it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll do like a yeah, collage. It's got to be cut in triangles too. Cooking. What was that? Make, make your virtual. It's got to be cut in triangles too. Well, I just cut it in half. Can I order anyway. a club sandwich if I'm not a member? <laughs> <laughs> Only if you got them Philly toothpicks. Uh, <laughs> I do have. Okay, you guys got the extra long, like, uh, toothpicks, too, so it gets all the way through there. The cinnamon? Do the, do the toothpicks have to have the uh, colored foil? Absolutely. The, the little plastic? They don't have Otherwise to. Otherwise, not in the club. Them, but no, I looked for them, though. I looked for them, but I didn't find them. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't think I've right. ever seen the extra long toothpicks without the little yeah, foil on top. I did. They're like, I feel like it's little like... bamboo things. Oh, okay. What, okay, okay. Question. What is the plastic? What are those little... What's the colored plastic for? I never thought about it. I think it's I just think, for design. It's just decoration. Yeah, decoration. I bet back in the day it was like red as ham and <laughs> blue as turkey. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, this, one is, that. this one has you mayo, think, this one doesn't. You don't think those would have stuck, though, if that, if that was like a real <laughs> designation? Like ham would always be associated with blue or something? I think. It could be true, but people are also very lazy. Oh. So... <laughs> All right, who's who's got the next question? All right. I've got a food I've got a food related question if I'm not jumping in on somebody else. Get in there, mayor. We'll stick with the food. All right. So so we're all coming over today. Uh, Izzy, you got to impress us with a meal or you want you you have the desire to impress us with a with a meal. What is your go-to signature signature? Ooh. I don't like have a signature one cuz I feel like it changes all the time. Whenever I like I want to impress somebody, I don't want to go to something i've already made i just kind of want to make something different because it's more um it's more challenging for me too as long as i think i can make it um but there's a man i don't know if this is a go-to it's just something that comes to mind but there's this um really interesting uh meatloaf recipe i know that's not what you were thinking i was gonna say but uh, <laughs> a really interesting meatloaf recipe uh, okay. i think it's like an ina garden one that she took from some restaurant in the hamptons or something and it's is like that the really barefoot garlicky. Contessa? Hell yeah. yeah. That's right. Okay. It's like super garlicky. It's really good. Um, that with some uh, some garlic mashed potatoes. I'm a really big garlic guy. Nice. Um, 
I, but if I'm like really going to try to impress somebody, um, I did this, I don't know if I did this in combination before, but I had this, uh, made this one bolognese, which was, I mean, the best I've ever had. And it's like very wine heavy, but do that with uh, homemade pasta, like make my own pasta. I did that once or twice, once or twice. Very, and very uh, nice. so that would be, that was pretty crazy. That was pretty I'm already crazy. impressed. Yeah. That sounds delicious to me. Yeah. The only style of the only style of meatloaf I ever uh, get is the. Uh, does any anybody's parents, especially, ever make the little cupcake, uh, like tin meatloaf? Yeah, and sometimes they put like the bacon as the tin, right? And, yeah, 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 yep. and, or and like the grape jelly and the ketchup mixture on top. Yeah. That's the so... one thing. If if there's if there's like a hint of ketchup in my meatloaf, I don't like. Uh-huh. like I don't want to okay. be able to taste anything close to ketchup. All right, well, all right, Mister Mister Refined Mister Refined Taste over here. Okay, <laughs> all right, no ketchup. You could put a piece of string cheese in those little cupcakes too, jazz it up a bit. That's how we do it in Wisconsin. <laughs> could, could you, oh, that that what, ex, that accent in? talking about cheese and saying the word Wisconsin is perfect. <laughs> the eye roll is great too. <laughs> Izzy, I have a question. Uh, garlic lover myself. So if a recipe calls for one clove of garlic, how many do you put in? I mean, it's not a real recipe. Uh, I'd, pro- <laughs> I'd probably like, I go at least three if it says one. Hell yeah. Yeah. yeah three really five, like, five. It's one of the things that I really like to do. Like I really like mincing garlic for some reason. It's very soothing. Um, and I just realized after making these carrot cakes that, uh, what is the, uh, julienning carrots. Crazy fun. <laughs> I probably need to look up the word fun, but it's uh it's it's pretty it's soothing, I guess. Izzy, you've been, fun. you've been in quarantine way too long when you are when, when there's that much excitement in your voice about julienning carrots. I know. I was talking about that today, that the uh like I haven't really fallen for the everything's open stuff and so I've just we've just been sitting around here for month after month and right. it just feels like absolutely normal now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even what, feel like uh, I have anything to complain about. What does julienning a carrot actually mean, though? So it basically imagine like just uh, cutting them to like looking like thick toothpicks, like that. Okay. That size okay. and cons- si- yeah, size and and uh, depth or thickness or whatever. Okay, so like what you would get in like a mixed salad bag of like carrot. Yeah, like, pretty little carrot yeah. sticks. Okay, gotcha. I'm, I'm Team on this one. Yeah, I'm Team. I'm on Team Izzy on this. Cutting is um, man can can be so relaxing when you're just cutting whatever it is. Uh, it just puts you into Zen state. Assuming yep. you know you're 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 good at cutting, don't cut your the fingertips right. off. But it is. <laughs> I have an emergency room. I can relate. Yeah, I can relate with the the whole Zen Zen thing with with cutting. So, uh, do you have any fancy knives or like uh, not? specific for cutting vegetables uh, i know a lot of japanese knives um out there do you have anything uh, special so i have one that i got specifically what was i making um i was making something where i needed to like really sort of cut meat very thinly uh i think yeah and so it was just i don't even know what it's called the knife honestly but it's sharp as hell. I try not to use it because the other knives, uh, 
piss us off all the time because they kind of get dull pretty quickly. And that's why I don't want to spend a lot of money on a knife because I've spent a lot of money on a knife and it just gets dull quick and I have to sharpen it all the time. So, um, no, I only have the one that's kind of – and I don't know what it's for, to be honest. Is it like a, is it like a fillet knife or something? Hang on. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, he's going for it. Izzy's going to get it. Here we go. Another episode of MTV Cribs. Um, <laughs> this one. Can we see it? This one. Oh. Oh yeah. Fancy. Uh -oh. Yep. That that looks like kind of looks, looks like a fillet knife. It. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Maybe put finish with that bad boy. Yeah, I was I was thinking you could you could uh you could fillet a flounder with that thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it has it should have some a little bit of flexibility, but not not too much. Correct. Right. Excellent. All right, I'm nice. I'm gonna pose this one. We're gonna take it back here to the uh, to the animal kingdom for a second. Um, if you were to take all the land animals and create the best baseball team possible, what do you do? <laughs> this is a McGill Yeah. This. Oh, okay. Best baseball team. Like I'm thinking, an orangutan uh, as your starting pitcher. He's got those long arms. He's gonna come way out here from the side. And that's just going to dive right in, right on the right-hand hitter. So I'm going to go as the, uh, the orangutan as, as your starting pitcher there. Okay, do birds count? Do birds count? I'm going to say no birds in this one because that's yeah. kind of cheating. Okay. Yeah, no I birds. mean, you're, you're literally going to catch everything. So right. I feel like an elephant could like swing the hell out of the draft ball. somewhere in the outfield, right? Hosting yeah. a giraffe at first base. First? Nothing's getting past a giraffe. I'm thinking cheetah, shortstop here, you know. You put the athlete at short. Fastest. No, yeah, cheetah. I was thinking cheetah in center. Yeah, it covers a lot of ground. Yeah, maybe. Kangaroos in the outfield for like a home run. Like a bear. I was wondering about a hippopotamus in the outfield, like hungry, hungry hippo style. So, Dan? Bear is a catcher. I had bear as a catcher too, yeah. Danielle is not allowed to manage this team. She just put a hippo in the outfield. <laughs> where you need someone to cover all of that ground and you want the <laughs> to be fair Wait, babe ruth did play right down. field for many many years for the yankees so true true they put us fat kids in little league yeah, yeah <laughs> okay all right yeah. fair enough what about Danielle, the fair enough a hippo can run 19 miles an hour on land oh suck it sorry guys <laughs> <laughs> got excited <laughs> She's aggressive. <laughs> I'm going hunting badger but, either behind the plate or at third base. Third base. Great. Third base. Oh. But That's hippos are full of jumping. Hippos can't jump, though. They can run fast, but they can't jump. They just got that big old mouth. They're ready for it. Unless it goes over the wall. And they run so the I'm just going to put a human at the age. I'm going to put a human at DH because the rest of this team's not going to hit worth the shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you can probably teach an elephant how to bat, right? That's yeah, a lot of plate coverage. An elephant, that's not bad, actually. It might hurt him. It might hurt. Danielle, can you, can you show that elephant again, please? Sure. We got we got a uh, trunk here. The bat's way out here. <laughs> that's a good elephant. Thank you. I practice a lot. <laughs> okay i've got a question uh for the group um izzy i'll let you go first since you're the the guest of honor um do you have any secret or hidden talents that you only break out at like parties or like 
obviously you are an incredibly talented sideline reporter and speaker. yeah that's something you can break yeah. out at parties yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh how's but when, when you're like besides the talent of schmoozing the hell out of people um what do you do you have any kind of uh absurd or secret talents man i'm gonna have to think about this one i want to hear others okay. because um at just to the, I've never, like, I've never been sort of a uh, life of the party, center of attention type. And right. so I'm not, like, trying to do anything to draw attention to myself in these Fair things. enough. Fair Let enough. me think about that because there might be. Okay. Okay. So I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll kick it off. I should have uh, prepped this for the entire group because this is a weird thing to put everybody on the spot with. But um, so I can do uh, a, a baby cry. Um, I can do an impression of a baby, which sounds weird, but you guys want to hear it? Y'all ready for it? I mean, I want to hear it. I don't know if I'm ready. All right. All right. I need silence. What the fuck? That is PTSD right there, my friend. Isn't that some weird shit? Yeah, yeah, wow. I know. Wow, that's like old, like baby doll, like crying. Like, you just gave me it. nightmares, dude. And it can look. I've got, I've got my my son is upstairs. My wife is in like the bedroom, like watching Netflix, hoping, I, like I hope to God she's not listening to this. Um, but like I, it, I can get really loud with it and like really fake, uh, like a baby's like like crying its head off. It's very strange. I, I I figured out I could do it by actually like my cousin was visiting and I was holding her like her couple month old and it was like crying and so I just started crying back like just trying like kind of doing an impression of it and then I was like holy shit what am I doing right now like I, did that just come out of me and then, so that's how I discovered it um, wow. and that is that, my uh, yeah I just got that, real old guys and now I feel that really that's some party you 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 must be. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it always makes really full. You must have a real full dance card getting invited out to parties to do that shit. Thanks a lot, Mayor. It's uh, it's weird if nothing else. It makes people laugh and and make the same face that Izzy made and say, which is a what the fuck. <laughs> That's impressive. That's a nice breaker for sure. Anybody else got anything? Does anybody do like I don't know magic tricks or like you break out at a party or? which everybody loves a close-up magician, right? Like, um, I think I'm nailing all of the most obnoxious secret <laughs> talents or hidden talents you could possibly have. So I, meant, I, I told you guys I have a great card trick. I just don't have the deck of cards on me next time. Classic. I don't know if it's a hidden talent, though. I mentioned trick. this on the show one time um, that, like, I randomly know uh, – I remember just a lot of memorized a lot of like rap songs and rap verses or whatever and that there was this one uh kendrick lamar song um rigor mortis that i because i'd driven so much just from i live in fort lauderdale down to south beach just over and over and over right and i just made it a goal to get to know that to, to that song and i did and then somebody on having listened like challenged me it's like no i don't believe you it's impossible like you've got to do it and and so I thought like I was going to do that, and I don't know if this is a special talent or whatever. But uh, I I I I went I sat there one time and like recorded myself just uh, doing the verse, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I did it. 
it doesn't sound good. I am not sharing that with anybody. So the only way you're going to actually have to be able to prove it is if you are in my presence. Fair enough. So Fair enough. That's probably the closest thing I can think of. Is Izzy, like, you got some solid impressions, impressions though. You, What's you that? Do some great, you do some great impressions. We see it all the time on the Halloween specials on ESPN. It takes you know, a little makeup. I only, you, got, you got a lot in I, there. I actually think I'm terrible at impressions. The only time that I did um, any put any effort into it was the McGregor one. And yeah. I was nervous as hell about that because I like, you know, I mean, everybody can do a bad Irish accent. But uh, yep. I think, and, and I, so I only like, I don't even want to say studied, but I only like, you know, probably played some Irish, some him playing in my car for like two days. And then the entire drive down, just him playing in my car the whole time and just like heard it over. And then, so that one was probably the, the best like impression I've ever done. But outside of that, like I do a, uh, a limited Ernie. Hey, Bert. And, uh, <laughs> and that's about it. That's all I got. That's awesome. And if I'm in the I think right maybe team, for those who missed, you should hear your limited McGregor. You got a limited McGregor. Maybe some of us uh, haven't heard it. Yeah, him and Beep Couch should do an Irish off. I haven't done the uh, I haven't done the voice in a long time. The king of the game. It's so good. Yeah, it's well, Izzy, let, let me go ahead and get you started then because I'm just going to say this one thing in this part of Fresco, Texas. I'm going to take you down and that's about it. And that's the end. Yeah. You understand me? That sounds, that sounds good. That sounds like you actually uh, know the accent. <laughs> that's pretty good. That was really Sounds good. pretty genuine. He can switch from, from accent to accent. He did uh, the other pod. He was doing um, some Boston stuff, some uh, Irish stuff. He's, he's really good. Even Wahlberg's He's our version of the guy that was teaching Mina the accents on the mystery crate. Oh, oh yeah, I have to listen to that. Yeah, how was that? It was really good. Uh, that was good. It was good. So the, the, the thing about Mina the Irish accent during it, not not that not that kind of uh, um, not that generic laugh that, that you associate with Mina. There was some okay. giggling, but not like that. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, who did that? That was excellent. Who did that? <laughs> oh, Danielle. She's the best. Izzy, can I ask what, uh, do you, are there any podcast, like what podcasts or do you listen to podcasts outside of, of like ESPN? Yeah. I'm sure you're I mean, a guy, but. So I'm not a huge fan of like listening to podcasts much in the car. I like to, you know, I like to sing (laughs) and so um the only time i really do is one of those like series just like um what was the one uh dirty john i listened to um uh serial i listened to uh and i think there was another oh dr death was another one that was really good so Mm -hmm. i listen to those types of podcasts um every once in a while but pretty much uh levitard mina and uh, damn, I forgot the name. There's another you one. Hour after hours. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Monty's is real good. Yeah. Have you heard My Favorite Murder? Which one? My Favorite Murder. That's uh, pretty close to Serial. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's a pretty good one if, uh, if I don't know if you're looking for one, but yeah, My Favorite Murder is pretty good. It's two, uh, it's two girls on there and they just kind of research, you know, murders uh, that happen and people in prison, stuff like that. And it's, uh, it's pretty good. Yeah. It's still going. My girlfriend, actually, she's the one who got me interested in it. My favorite murder. Yeah. I'll check it out. 
Yeah. So you've, you mainly, you, you seem to focus on like limited series, like true crime stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I'm with you on that. It, it's, it's hard to like, unless you have literally the same amount of time every week to dedicate to something that is exactly. coming out constantly, like having us uh, knowing that, okay, this is a six parter or this is a 10 parter or something is, is right. what is key to everything. Did it's you ever listen like super informative or something like that? Like I'll just want to get to the meat of it or whatever. I won't like sure. to do it all. Sure. Right? So. Yeah. Behind the bastards is an excellent one uh, that kind of focuses on kind of history's worst uh, uh, like characters, but hmm. does like a deep dive and it's a different one every time. Um, but they get to the meat of, of the stuff pretty, pretty quickly. They do a good job with it. Did you ever listen to S town? Nope. Uh, S town's S town's really good. It's about the same people that did cereal. They did like a, an, an offshoot of it and produced a different one. That one's like a six parter as well. I highly recommend mm-hmm. that one. I'm going to throw in which one, Danielle to live and die in LA. Um, the, by the fifth episode, I was so freaked out. That's the face I'm making listeners. Um, just the, phrase, uh, the premise of that. One. And I think that one was like 10 episodes and it's like one story and whole, it's What's good. The premise about Tupac. <laughs> yes. <No. laughs> it's about a girl who goes missing and the guy is investigating it almost in real time time because the case went kind of cold and then this guy from i want to say it was like gq or something or esquire one of those types of magazines got into the story and as he's like interviewing people it's being like solved in real time and it gets really freaking intense by the fifth episode you're gonna be like yo this is it it's so good (laughs) and there's like it they solve it so there's like a closure so i'll say that so uh, I have a life goal is to recreate that railroad pick. Um, what 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 do you do to get those types of abs? What what was it? What did I do exactly? Is that what you said? No. Uh, yeah. What wh- what would you suggest I do to recreate the the get those abs that you did for the uh, railroad pick? You know, I'm starting to wonder if that was what the biggest mistake I've ever made for my own. Um, <laughs> Why? My you own get your pub everywhere. Well, it's because, like, that was the best shape I've ever been in, right? And that was, I was, like, 39, 38, 39, 39. And to maintain that is a bitch. And so I, like, so every time I look in the mirror, I'm just, like, I'm, like, it's not that I know that that's what I looked like. Everybody knows that that's what I looked like. So it's, like. I sit here and I'm just like, uh, I'm just going to probably just lower my own standards and try really hard. <laughs> and then next thing I know, somebody brings it up again. And I'm just like, All right, I got it. I got three years to 39. So I got three years to get to get a six pack like that. <laughs> it, um, what I'm realizing now that I've like um, basically made a lot of concessions on my diet is I was really strict on my diet back then. Like um, it wasn't great like in terms of super balance like i didn't have as much vegetables in my life as i was supposed to back then but i definitely didn't like eat carbs after like 6 p.m and um just kept it really simple with like lean proteins and stuff and that i just i just got really used to that and um yeah 
And so it just became second nature to just eat really well. Like I go to the gym and like these ladies who are in really good shape would be like, wow, you must eat really clean. And I'm just like, eh, I guess like, I don't really think I do as much as everybody else. But now that I'm like not eating as clean, I realized that, yeah, I was, I was eating really well. Well, that's what they always say, right? You get a six pack in the kitchen, not in the gym. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. They're made in the kitchen. Yeah. Well, you got a pitcher coming in three years. All right. <laughs> <laughs> and Izzy, I beg to differ. That uh, that photo you blessed the world with. Um, I'm I'm sorry it haunts you, but it it made all of our lives a lot better. So thank I'll tell you, you another that. little story about that photo. That's interesting. Um, the guy who took it uh, was a former <laughs> friend. Uh oh. Uh oh. And uh, he was on my flag football team. And off the record, of course, he was, I mean, just a dick. And, but, you know, he was a <laughs> photographer and he wanted to take some pictures. But, like, at one point when I was sort of took over our flag football team, it was kind of like a bunch of people didn't want him on the team because he was just too mouthy. And oh, I was man. the only one who stepped up and did something about it. So I eventually, essentially, like, kick him off the team and we have not Whoa. been friends since <laughs> and like meanwhile meanwhile if we were i'd probably be hey give credit to the photographer on that but yeah I'm not doing that. <laughs> wow <laughs> speaking of the flag speak speaking of the flag football so when you put out uh when you put out kind of word hey you have you know this flag football tournament um i actually contemplated going out there and seeing if i could walk on um then i realized wow i'm i'm Old, much older than I used to be when I was playing, you know, sports and, and certainly not in shape. But what were what were the odds? Uh, did you already have the team filled out or would it be a walk on on, say, another team in the, in the You're league? You're saying for you, if you were to come out. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I was I was I was in Miami. Then I realized, well, it's in Fort Lauderdale. How, yeah. you know, it was a Saturday league, right? If I'm not yeah, mistaken. Yeah, it still is. And so basically oh, okay. we have um, – it's just we redo teams every year. It's not you oh, can't like bring in your own team. It's not the same teams every year. We try to mix it up because it's more you know it's obviously like competitive and and not everything, but it's it's you know we try to make it a social league as well. So we just try to mix up uh, the people so you know you actually interact with different people and stuff every year. Um, but yeah, that's what it would be. And so the levels of like skill and age like completely vary. And there's I mean there's guys. When we play in tournaments, there's guys in like in their 60s that are still playing. I think there's one guy in the 60s still playing. And in terms of like size and athleticism, there's like different roles. And so um, it's it's a lot of fun. Like you can definitely play as long as you can oh, make really? it Saturday. Okay. Wow. That, that's, it might give me a goal to get back into shape. and, uh, there, and once, we, um, once we, don't we don't know if we're going to have a fall season this year because of COVID yeah. and all that stuff. We probably don't have enough protection. So um but like in in March, I think we're gonna have another one, uh, our next full season. So, uh, yeah, keep in touch. Okay. Izzy, Izzy, remind me of the name of your team. Um, so our travel team right now we're the Sharks. Okay. Um, but like the uh, the local teams, our teams change every year. Gotcha. And so, what was our team name last year? We were Octopus. Oh yeah, we were. <laughs> We were Dick Six or Greater. Uh, I don't know. I don't know who came up with that one. One year we were the Undefeateds and we lost two games. Uh, one, yeah. Um, Dick Six. Yeah. That's yeah, fantastic. Okay. Well, the the you, reason you, I, you should get sponsored by Dildo. You should get sponsored by Dildo. Dildo. Well, I was gonna ask. I, I was gonna ask if there was any way I could buy merch like a. a 
team oh, shirt yeah. or something like that. Absolutely. You know what? We actually we should do that, man. Because um, we do that for our na- like the the turn the national tournament. The national league um, sells merch, I think, on Facebook or during the, the one big tournament a year. But we should do that. I can definitely, we can definitely uh, make. A I few mean, bucks with are you are you kidding me? Like a, a t-shirt with the name Dick Six on it. Like <laughs> I am, I am yeah. all over that. That actually, that's funny because I, I actually took a t-shirt from a um, player in San Diego. Their team was called the Mams, and, <laughs> and so they had it. Just it was a really cool shirt. So I actually just grabbed one from them. So I didn't even think that that would be a good idea. My my wife no, used what, to play. What, my wife used to play roller derby and that was that's half the fun is going to derby bouts and seeing what kind of creative merchandise and and team names and stuff that they've got so yeah i'm i'm curious what the logo was well so we didn't actually do um a logo design for it was just the name because we had um we had the dolphins doing our jerseys this year and so we're not going to have any, you know, weird stuff on there. Got to, got to keep it corporate. Anybody got any Father's Day plans tomorrow? Happy Father's Day to everybody who's a father, by the way. Yeah. Happy Thank Day you, Niles. Back yeah, at yeah, you, man. Back at you. I got you. I got relatives coming in town. I got in-laws. I got Father's Day Sunday my kids and for my birthday on Monday. Yours is driving back home to Mississippi. So. Hey, happy birthday, steak. Yeah. We need some pancakes. Oh, yeah. Happy birthday, Steak. Happy yeah. birthday is Friday. Get back on Steak Sauce on Tuesday. Make sure he's still kicking. He's got a double holiday. Yeah, he's got a big, big few days coming up. I usually just go and get uh, sushi with my dad for uh, Father's Day. From That's a gas kind of our, station? Our tradition. Not from the exactly. gas station. <laughs> no, damn I'm getting sick and tired of this gas station sushi knock. Okay, now. I sent y'all the article. That's a legit place that has legit sushi, and it is legit delicious. And so I will not hear it from anybody uh, until you they were here for it. the rest of hey, your lives. This has been going for a bit, man. This <laughs> gas station. There was a write-up in the commercial the appeal. Ongoing it. battle stuff, man. In Memphis, of course, <laughs> in Memphis. <laughs> what? Oh god! Absolutely. My, uh, my wife has actually let me out of the house to go play golf tomorrow, so I'm really, really excited. So, actually, so you mentioned your birthday, steak. Mine is on Friday, and I, Stu Gatz told me, as of now, which was in the text, he said, as "You're of playing now, golf. You're good to play on Thursday." Yeah. So hopefully, nice. Hopefully, not we can happen. play on Thursday. But if not, I'm going to give him a lot of shit. That's hilarious. Can we, can we take bets that that's not going to happen? Yeah, I put it hey on the buddy, poll. Uh, Minus 2,500. <laughs> <laughs> I think hey buddy, I'm supposed I don't to be able to happened, but, uh, on Monday because we're extending this uh, urination conversation. And so uh, maybe I'll bring it up then. Maybe put some pressure on Stu. Speaking of urination, what celebrity do you look like you peed next to? <laughs> what celebrity do I look like I peed next to? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> John Belushi. <laughs> what? How would one answer that question? <laughs> I, that's a, hey, I'm I'm stumped too, Izzy. I have yeah. no idea. I, I'm still figuring Danny out DeVito. the question. Yeah, I, I read that in the group chat and had no idea what that meant. I kept looking at the phone, <laughs> phone a friend. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh man, I I mean Jesus. I <laughs> okay, okay. Wow, that, that's a good one. That's a good one. This sounds a stupid sentence. I'm trying to put myself in the more uh, common urinal. Like, when am I most commonly in a urinal? And I'm guessing like in an airport, right? So it could be anybody. It could be anybody. There's really no wrong answer there. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna go with Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe is perfect the answer. answer. Yeah, perfect <laughs> answer. Let's see it. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. How is that such a perfect answer? I don't understand it, but yes, you that Rob Lowe is literally the yeah. best answer you could have come up with. Well, I guess the similar one could be like next to who's the biggest celebrity you've seen at an airport? Seen at an airport. Um, well, I start to lose track of where I. Hmm. I don't think I've seen the most famous people I've ever seen at an airport, right? Like I've seen, I think when I think of the most famous people, I think of Beyonce at a, um, at a Nets game one time in the back alleys, in the back uh, hallways. But I sat, I, I sat next to Stanley Tucci on an airplane. Um, How was that? I slept. And then when I, <laughs> and when I woke up, I told him that I was a fan of his and I, and I think he does great work, but I didn't want to be a fanboy. So it was only while we were deep planning. Um, I can't think of anybody that famous that I saw at an airplane. I mean, I saw at an airport. Mark Jones on a red eye from Fort Lauderdale to Atlanta one time. We used to share a barber for like 20 years, but then I finally switched because now I have hair. I'm glad someone segued into that. I've been meaning to ask you about hair. Because <laughs> before the COVID, you said you was going to grow it out and get braids and all that. Yeah. So so how does one get braids? Like, do you need extensions? Like, or is this long enough? Because I don't mind growing the top out longer, but I don't really have, like, this is just what it does. It just sits there. And so I don't know if I have a plan for it. If, if I can, if I can pull up, if somebody tells me they can do, they can braid my hair. I'll totally do it. I'd work it for like a week or two. <laughs> I'm, I'm team hair, by the way. I'm like team hair. I, I prefer. I, I'm team hair. I, I like. I like okay. the hair. The, the rather team. that tight, tight fade. But um, I like. I honestly am team no hair. To be honest, like I like. But then there are times where I look back and I'm looking at pictures, and there are times where I just look like I'm sick. And so I just. I don't know. I gotta find a happy medium. I gotta get some hair up there. What about growing facial like, hair? I did the. I did the like one buzz during quarantine thing, just myself. And just the luxury factor alone is a treat. It has, it, there is no effort involved whatsoever. <laughs> it is, you don't have to do a damn thing. I can pretty much use a bar of soap on my head. Yep. <laughs> Could be worse. That's, that's my whole life, basically. I don't know what I, why I decided against it. But I, I think we covered it on a, last week's episode. But yeah, I, I went, I started going bald super young. And I finally, I did the Bomani and came on home. And uh, it's, it's, it's the best. It's the absolute best. Just left it down here. Exactly. Yeah, a lot of work too, though. But the beer. Hey, I, I, I shampoo and condition it and keep it healthy. And uh, yeah, it's kind of, my, kind of my calling card now. All right, guys, I'm going to head out. Appreciate the time. Cool. Hey, we appreciate the time from you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Izzy, you're the best. Thanks, man. Hey, hit me up anytime. If hopefully I'll answer because I mean sometimes I mean you can ask Anthony. Well, you can't. But if my most of the time I leave my phone upstairs and I never even pay attention to it at night. So I'm glad I did tonight. Appreciate your time. Cool. Thanks, Thanks, man. man. Appreciate Thank it. Have a good night.
Nobody builds 5G like Verizon builds 5G. Because we're the engineers who built the most reliable network in America. And the more you do with 5G, the more building it right matters. The more your network matters. The more Verizon engineers going the extra mile matters. It's us pushing us. It's Verizon versus Verizon. 5G built right from America's most reliable network. Most reliable based on rankings from Metric's second half 2020 U.S. report of three mobile networks. Results may vary. Award is not an endorsement.